स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट गुड मॉर्निंग आई एम शालिनी उमा चंद्रन एंड दिस इज मिंट लाइट मॉर्निंग शॉर्ट अ क्विक अपडेट ऑन द न्यूज यू नीड टू नो बिफोर यू स्टार्ट योर डे सो ग्रैब अ कप ऑफ कॉफी एंड लेट्स गेट स्टार्टेड While COVID-19 continues to wreak havoc in India, Europe and the US, Taiwan has achieved a different kind of record. They've gone 200 days without a locally transmitted case. Experts say early closure of borders, rigorous contact tracing and widespread mask wearing helped the country of 23 million reach the landmark on Thursday. Meanwhile, Melbourne emerged from one of the world's strictest lockdowns. It was also one of the longest of about 3 months. Infections have dropped from a daily peak of about 700 in August to just two new cases on Wednesday. Millennials or those born between 1981 and 1996 are less satisfied with democracy and more disillusioned than at any other time in the past century. This is especially true in Europe, the US, Africa and Australia according to a new study from the University of Cambridge. Millennials or Gen Z are more disillusioned than Gen X who were born between 1965 and 1981 or baby boomers who were born in the 1940s between 1944 and 1964. The main reason for the disillusionment of millennials is the inequality in wealth and income distribution. They're the most disappointed with democracy in Brazil, Mexico, South Africa, France, Australia, US and UK. But satisfaction with democracy has increased in South Korea and most of the post-communist countries of Central and Eastern Europe. The many protests in these regions in the past few months also show that there is a demand for democracy. The study covered 4.8 million people in 160 countries between 1973 and 2020. Tiffany and LVMH are finally getting back together. The French brand will pay a slightly lower price to acquire the US jeweler Tiffany. The two firms agreed to put an end to their bitter dispute and salvage the luxury sector's biggest ever deal. The new takeover price was set at $131.5 a share, bringing the total price tag to $15.8 billion. The earlier deal was $135 a share. So LVMH now has got a discount of $425 million on Tiffany's. The transaction is expected to close in early 2021 subject to Tiffany shareholder approval. It's already received all the regulatory clearance. Last month LVMH had said it would abandon its planned acquisition of Tiffany saying a trade fight between Brussels and Washington had forced it to scrap the agreement. Tiffany sued LVMH in a Delaware court saying the French group had breached its obligations. Weeks later, LVMH countersued, arguing that the pandemic had damaged its business. For the first time since August, it was the US and not India that reported the highest number of new coronavirus cases in a week. The US reported 16% of all new cases and 13% of new deaths. The figures for India were 10% of new cases and 9% of deaths. The global coronavirus case count has crossed 44 million including 1.17 million deaths. This is according to data from John Hopkins University. India's total count of coronavirus patients has crossed 8 million on Thursday morning. The slowdown in the pandemic in India has now lasted around a month and a half. 
This has given a push to public mobility across the country and the economy is slowly recovering. In Europe, however, fears are rising alongside cases as the previous lockdowns have ravaged economies worldwide. From health to food security to economic growth, climate change is expected to disproportionately affect every aspect of life in Africa. This is according to a new report on the state of climate in Africa from the World Meteorological Organization. The report says temperatures in the continent have increased more than 1 degree Celsius compared to the average between 1901 and 2012. The warming in large areas of the continent may exceed 2 degree Celsius from pre-industrial times by the year 2080. This is if emissions continue at their current levels. Over the years, African nations have been experiencing a rise in heat waves and erratic rainfall, which has affected agriculture production. Climate change along with conflicts and economic crises is also causing an increase in hunger. In drought-prone sub-Saharan countries, the number of undernourished people has risen by 45.6% since 2012. The pandemic has given airlines a chance to be creative in an effort to revive business. Air Canada, which used to run Jets aircraft meant only for business class travelers before the pandemic, will now fly them on routes between Canada and popular winter holiday destinations like Palm Springs, Mexico and the Caribbean. Qantas meanwhile has announced special flights aimed at people who want to travel but cannot leave the country due to the COVID-19 restrictions. On December 5th and 6th, the 24-hour flight to somewhere will take boards Australians from Sydney to Uluru. They can go sightseeing and stay in overnight in a hotel there. This would be a little different from the airline's earlier offer of flights to nowhere, where travelers were taken on a 7-hour flight over picturesque locations but not allowed to land. You are listening to Mint Light Morning Shot with Shalini Omachandran. You can reach out to me on Twitter at shaliniemb or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. To listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.